Hi, everybody. This is Julia Sotis, and you're listening to Possibilities. And I am coming to you from Costa Rica um, by the volcano, Volcano Arenal. And um, it's been a beautiful, beautiful first day of the seven day. And what better time to have a radio show um, with you than today? Uh, because so much has changed. And uh, the the seven day, you know, the conversations that we've been having with Gary and Dane have been just off the charts and, uh, they've been totally blowing my world. And, uh, and so we actually wanted to have a conversation today about, um, some of the things that came up at the seven day today and the, the, the new topics and access and the awareness of, um, what's possible. So today I, I have an amazing guest, um, my dear friend, Emily Russell. She is just the coolest cat on the block. The coolest. There's so many cats, but Emily's the coolest cat. I'm so honored. <laughs> and um, I'm so, I'm just so excited to have a conversation with her because I just love hanging out with her. Whenever we get together, um, I just feel like my world changes and, and, uh, I see things from a totally different perspective and she's just an incredible facilitator and she's actually um, coined as the only person I like to co-facilitate with. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> I've tried co-facilitating with others and it hasn't worked, but Emily and I just really jive. So we're actually co-facilitating a bars class together next month in Emily's home in Tennessee. In Chattanooga. In Chattanooga. Yeah, November 17th. Um, but so, um, and Emily's been a certified facilitator of access for about four years and uh, she actually um, runs many, many different parts of Access and uh, does an incredible job working with the company and um, moving all sorts of pieces with Joy of Business with Simone Millicis to um, tons of things on Dane's team and sending emails and creating classes and graphics and just all kinds of things um, to doing lots with Gary and um, just lots with everything in Access. And she really, really creates a lot. And uh, I just think it's a huge inspiration. So I'm really excited to have this conversation with her today. And uh, we're going to talk a lot about the things that came up today in the seven day. So welcome, Emily. Thank you so much for being being here. <laughs> That's like the most wonderful intro ever. <laughs> you can just play it when you're having a bad day. Yeah, right? That's fantastic. Emily's essentially the best person, so so I'm glad to have her here today. It'll be like my wake up. But it's so funny because when you're saying, um, you know, your show's possibilities and you're one of those people. So Julie and I, like when we have something up in our world, if you have someone that you can talk with about basically who gives you a different perspective of like what else is possible. And you are that person where like immediate call Skype uh, people when something is up. So, um, which I'm so grateful for you for that. And so it is really cool to be here. And like Julia said, when access, as you know, things change so much and there's always something new um, to, you know, be inspired by, be aware of and change. And um, especially at a seven day, it's like, whoa, there's just always so much new stuff. So there's like no other person I'd rather be talking about like possibilities <laughs> and all the new stuff. <laughs> awesome. Um, so today, um, today, I mean, we started off running out of the gate and during class. And one of the things that really came up was how we take access and um, 
twist it into this reality. Like even these amazing tools that could change anything, that could give us the peace and greatness that we're looking for. Even when we're, when we're not willing to have the greatness, it's like we even take the tools and morph them into something less than what they are. And I was kind of gobsmacked today with some of the places I was doing that in my life. And so I, um, you know, and what it really comes down to is we have all these different objectives. So do you want to talk a little bit about objectives and like kind of what that conversation was for you today? Yeah. So um, we started to talk about the way we do things in this reality um, by having objectives. So for example, an objective would be to get married, uh, to have a relationship, to have enough money. Um, and when you're doing an objective, you're doing this reality. Like it doesn't allow you a different possibility, a way to <laughs> um, see things differently from a different perspective. Um, like I think you might have brought up something about, about marriage and we were talking about, well, marriage is often an objective, but it could be a choice and it could be something you choose every day. Um, and, but most people do it from object objectives and like, or your body, like our objective is to age and die. Even if it's not, you're not consciously thinking this, that like, that's what we do here in this reality. So it's like, what else is possible beyond living from objectives? Yeah. Well, and uh, this morning I asked uh, the question to Gary and Dane, like, what's the difference between creating, like being creation and doing creation? And it was really, I loved what Gary said because he said, he essentially said that we, any, it's the same. It's just what space you do it from. Are you coming from a space of doing, which means you have to meet your objective, whatever that judgment is, or are you, are you being, are you creating, are you choosing something? So he did, he brought up the, the, concept of marriage and how like you can choose to get married because it will create something greater or just because it's light and or you can choose to get married because it's going to fulfill all these objectives that you have going on yeah. so yeah and oh my gosh my head is so much space I like it. <laughs> like yeah there was something I was just gonna say about that I totally don't remember it's gone like it's gone well, well, you had also said, well, creation is something I've been looking at a lot. And I've heard Gary say many times before too, you know, creation in this reality is done from judgment. It is from basing whatever you do as right or wrong. Um, and that's something I didn't understand for a long time. I think because I just, I, I function that way. It seems so normal. I didn't know there was a different way to function. Can you repeat that? Because that's actually really amazing. So in this reality, everyone creates from judgment. So if you create something, you're looking to make it right. Or if you don't, like you go to make it wrong. If you, ha if you have to be smart, for example, like say, say that's an objective in creation or you want to be seen as smart, then you either have to make everything else that someone says brilliant or stupid. Like there isn't an, it's all these opposites, right and wrong. Like you don't actually just get to be space with something and interesting point of view and create just because it's fun. And like you said, it's, it doesn't matter what you're doing or it's how you're being every day. Like everything is creative, but if you're judging something as, oh, I didn't do this right, or it has to be this way, or I have to do this to be successful. Um, and then when it is, or you're judge it as right, you're like, oh, great, I created this. It was so awesome, but you're doing it from the judgment of it was good rather than, than 
the space of creation. And, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I function like that as well. And I've been asking so much for a different reality with it. And then you get the energy of, if it's not an objective, then you just get to play. And play meaning like the right, just total ease, joy, play, fun. Um, I just put it on my hand. I put it on my hand because I'm like, I have something to say. I'm like, I <laughs> um, so, uh, oh my goodness. Uh, you know, one of the things that could be, you know, is a great example of this is when an author or an artist has this great work and they put out this thing and the world just gobbles it up and reveres it. And so with all that reverence and adoration, they make it right. And then their objective is to do something that's that right again. And they never can. And then they have to become an alcoholic or something, you know? And, um, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like, what have you guys made right about, you know, what's the greatest thing you've done? What's the most right thing you've done um, that you just are not willing to to go beyond? And everything that is times a godzillion, can we all destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, all nine pot and pock, shorts, boys and beyond. Yeah. It's, um, it. you know, I was, Emily and I were laughing before the show. I said, poor Gary, he keeps saying the same thing over and over, year after year. And to all of us, it's the greatest epiphany we've ever had as though we've never heard it before. <laughs> but he, Dane says he has um, that Job from the Bible is like this man who's known for his patience. I, I've never studied the Bible, but um, Gary, or Dane says that Gary makes Job like look like a whiny, you know, little kid um, compared to the patience that that uh, Gary has because he's just willing to allow everyone to come whenever they want to come and not need anybody to come along. And he's willing to mm-hmm. hold everybody's hand as long as he needs to. And it's not, you know, not, it's not, it doesn't look like holding somebody's hand, but he's always going to be there, Yeah. you know? Yeah. He's going to keep talking. He's going to keep being that possibility. And, and he's, he's such a good example. If he doesn't make anything right or wrong, like, and, and I, and if you might've heard this before, if you know, but it's the things that, that we deem as right or correct that stick us often more than the things we're thinking are wrong. So like those objects, especially when you have an objective and you think you've got it right. <laughs> like my objective is to have the perfect relationship. And then you think you're in the perfect relationship. Then you stick yourself even more because now you feel like you've met some objective. You've fulfilled some purpose from this reality and I did it right. Yay. And then you're so stuck <laughs> in that limitation. So how many of the objectives of this reality are you using to determine the limitations you are choosing? Awesome. Everything that is times a godzillion to store and create yes. it. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Could you run that again? <laughs> yes. How many of the objectives of this reality are we using to determine the limitations we are choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion, we destroy and create it. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Wow. Mm. That's amazing. How does it get better than that? <laughs> <laughs> do you have any more for us there, Em? I do. I okay, let's let's hear it. Okay. 
how many things that we defined as the objectives of this reality that keep us from being objective about what we choose in this reality? Everything that is times a Godzilla, we destroy and uncreate it. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, online, shorts, boys, and beyond. So if we, if, when you are being objective, that is actually having no point of view. That's being interesting point of view, which is different than having objectives which run your life, right? So how many things that we defined as the objectives of this reality keep us from being objective about what we choose in this reality? Wow. Everything that is times a Godzilla and we destroy and create it. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Woo. So if you can be interesting, you know, we've been talking a lot in Access about interesting point of view, and it really is these really, quote, basic tools, meaning you might hear them very early on, um, that can change so much. And Gary said forever, if you can actually look at everything that comes up in your life, anything that comes in your head of like interesting point of view, I have that point of view for a year, that you totally can be free of that. And, and that's when you talk about being objective, that's choice. Like interesting point of view is having total choice. But if you're looking at the objectives of this reality and trying to fulfill them, you're never in choice. Because he said to you today, you asked a, Julia asked a great question that she had talked about earlier. And he said, well, a choice to get married is saying, what would this create? What future will this create? Uh, right. That every choice creates a future. So if you're willing to look at what future will this create with every choice and be willing to change every 10 seconds, it's very different than fulfilling some objective that you might not even know. They're often like some, you might be really aware of where you're doing like an objective from this reality, but sometimes they're so ingrained. Like it just, it's seeing where you do them, right? Or where you might have them, um, which is, you know, I'm, I was looking to like, wow, I have a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, Em. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, you know, if you're actually willing to go beyond objectives, you can have the subjective awareness of your reality. And uh, because every objective just pulls you back down into this reality, pulls you into being less and makes you either right or wrong within this reality. But none of that is actually your reality and functioning as really like an animal or, you know, we were talking today, Shannon O'Hara, um, asked you know why do humans have this terrible curse of thinking when animals don't and you know dane said well it's part of what happened on the golden planet and it's just the and then you know gary said the animals are just not willing to be confined by reality they're willing to be and you know what would it take for Oh, excuse me, what would it take for us to, gosh, actually be willing to have that? And it actually seems closer than ever before, thank God. Mm-hmm. It seems so possible. Today was just, I actually slept most of the morning. I did hear what was going on, but I was in sort of a, you know, a sleepy space and and just receiving all of this. And it just seems way more possible than ever before to actually have this for all of us, you know, whether you're in the seven day or not, you know, it's like, if you're asking for this, you know, it's very, just seems very possible now. And so much of it, like if you're listening, Julie and I are a bit spacey (laughs) because so much of it is about losing your, like losing your mind about not having that run your life. Cause when you do objectives, 
you know, it's all about thinking. Like, are oh, you, are you dude. getting there judging if you're getting there fast enough or what, you know, if you've got, or making yourself wrong, if you haven't, and it's all this head tripping. I mean, I joke that when I, I mean, I still love to head trip, but I do it way less than I used to. I mean, when I first came to access, I joked that I was like a head on legs. Um, oh. everything, you know, I did like, I, cause I've always been a, a science geek too. Like I studied biology in college and was always from a family where academia is not that my parents are professors, but it was, it was important to be smart, you know, and to be, that was, that was big. And so I valued my brain and the way I figured things out. And I worked out problems so much. And I remember like, as you know, going through access and learning a lot of these tools, that was one of the hardest things to, for me to give up. And then the freedom that comes from when you don't have to go like, filter everything through your mind and your head and you can just really truly make choices and be okay if things turn out like kind of shit and you're like, oh, okay, I don't want to choose that again and not make yourself right or wrong to head trip over the choice, not any of that. There's so much more freedom and so much more. And like, I didn't realize how much energy I was spending on it until I stopped doing it. And I still do it, but I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's still even to go from, you know, 150% to go down to 60% 60% is pretty fucking big. <laughs> I, I hear that. Yeah. Um, no, it's just, and it's like, I'm just sort of tapping into the energy of, you know, the, the seven day here and the earth and stuff. And this seven days entitled the gift. Oh, sorry guys. <sighs> Having a bit of a yawn here. Um, it's only 6 p.m. What's, what's going on here? Um, but, you know, if we, can, if we can really, really step down from this pedantic need to, to fulfill our objectives, it's like we actually can allow ourselves to be the gift that we are and um, to receive the gifts that are all around us. And, and, you know, that actually brings up the topic of the elementals, which the elementals are the the catalysts of change um you know they're the in the periodic table of elements you know you have your hydrogen you have your oxygen no you don't yeah yeah you have your hydrogen you have your oxygen you have your potassium um oh wait i have a joke so (laughs) do you guys want me to tell you a joke about potassium yeah okay oh my god (laughs) Do you want me to tell you a joke about sodium? Nah. <laughs> yeah, I got one more. So, it um, do you guys can you when a pterodactyl goes pee, um, can you hear it? No, wait, I said it wrong. <laughs> Shit. When a pterodactyl goes to the bathroom, can you hear it? I don't know. No, because the pee is silent. Oh. (laughs) I've really been practicing my jokes lately. I've been really into it. (laughs) Yeah, so... Anyways, the the elementals. That's where was elementals. Yeah, that was elementals. Um, but but really, the elementals are the the elements in the periodic table of elements that have not yet been found, and they can only be found by those who are willing to be consciousness conscious and have consciousness. 
because they're th- those are they have been hidden they've been hidden better than consciousness itself but they are you know like you have like think about it this way you have your hydrogen and your oxygen and that makes water and with the elementals what they are they're they're thing that they be is an is a way of creating change they're the element elementals of instantaneous change an instantaneous actualization they're they're the poof like like when you have the the poof like when you have those things that just show up you're like poof you've pro- like that's tapping in to that and they're they're available in a way that's different so it's the and i remember i don't know this might when i was little and this was still an old rerun show when i was little but there was that show bewitched if you've oh, ever I seen Rance, and it was and like I my favorite, and I dream of G. Those like my two favorite shows when I was little, in addition to the Munsters and the Adams Family. Oh yes, those are my four favorites, oh. and I would watch. But I remember, you know, in Samantha and Bewitched, she would wiggle her nose, and just poof. And I remember being like, "That is what my world should be like." Yes. That is, and and now I get like there was an awareness there and a knowing of like that actually is my is world. My world. You know, and that is when you tap into the elementals, it's beyond this reality. And Gary said today, the gift is, is living beyond this reality. And so when you tap into the elementals, there's this ease and poof and everything can just work. And we resist that and stick ourselves in this reality um, over and over. And I'm like asking for something different. And it is possible for everyone. You don't have to be the seven day, you know. No, not at all. That's the brilliant of this brilliance of all of access. It's like, take what you know, it's what you already know, empowering you to know what you know. It's like hearing things that are so it's like watching Bewitched. And I was like, that, that's what life should be like. And that's, that's actually how I am, you know, and that's what so many of these tools and access that, you know, Julia talks about on her show that you hear all, they're actually what you know is true and how you be. And it's just, it really is choosing it. And to have it in your life and show up that way. <laughs> oh, amazing. Amazing. So everything that doesn't allow you guys to be the Samanthas from Bewitched, you truly be. Can we destroy it and create it all? Yes. Right and wrong, get a bad all nine pod poc shorts, boys and beyonds. Awesome. Um... Oh boy, I'm not even sure which direction to go now. Um, hmm. We don't have any listeners on the line because this is a pre-recorded show, so we don't have any questions to take right now. Well, let me ask you this, Emily. Um, what you know for you with access? What have been some of the the tools that you've really, really utilized that have allowed this space of magic to become possible for you? Just give us a couple and some stories along with them. Okay. Um, well, one that I've been asking a lot lately, and I remember asking it a lot at the beginning, um, and because we've been talking about choice, um, is what choices do I have that no one else has? <laughs> And, and how different am I willing to be? I, it seems like that is a concept you hear all the time. Like, oh, I'm so, you know, I remember thinking, I'm really willing to be different. And that is a, wow. a something for me that keeps changing and expanding. I'm like, whoa, I need to acknowledge the more beyond this reality acknowledgement I can give myself. Um, and I'm lucky in my life to have people like you and 
um, a few other people, brilliant people that I get to work and create with and friends with that can acknowledge, we acknowledge each other from not a place of how this reality does it, but You're really so seeing, great. right. Like, Love Oh my you. God. Yeah. But really from seeing the being that's there. Um, and so with that, I, and getting how different that is, that's allowed me to step into, um, a different, I think, space of creation and realizing we all have choice and we all have different choices available to us, which is why I love that question. Wow. What choices do I have that no one else has? Because the choices you have are different from what I have. Wow. And, and so it is really tapping into that gift of we are really here, all here with a gift that if you don't choose it, it never gets to exist in the world. Wow. Ever. So you actually really have to choose it because what you can choose is totally different than me. And if you don't ask that, so I love that is what choices do I have that no one else has? And then my favorite one that is what else can I add to my life? Oh, tell us more about that. So that one, I remember first hearing that. And at the time, I think I just started playing with some of the access tools and my girls were really little. So I have two girls who are now six and nine. And so, yeah, about four years ago, there have been two. Yeah, that's about right. So my youngest one was still in diapers and I was, I used to be a high school teacher. I wasn't working at the time. I was just starting to do kind of social media for different facilitators and access, you know, paying more for my babysitters than I was making. Um, and I heard that question and I was like, dear God, why would I want to add anything? I can barely take care of it. I had these two little kids. I was, I think, maybe working for seven different facilitators, like doing their social media um, and running bar sessions and classes. I, didn't, I felt like I didn't have a second in the day for me. And I was like, this is a crazy question to ask. Like, what else could I add to my life? But I started asking it. And what showed up was my, I don't know if you call it room to create or space. Like, I was able to add things. Um, and delegate and things somehow got easier. So if, if you find, I don't know if, if you're anything like me and you are, you, I have Julie just on my computer when we went to log on and record this and I have, I don't know, 20 tabs open maybe. <laughs> and I actually have functioned better that way. And if I have a lot going on and the more I add, the more ease I actually have with everything. And I can look at, okay, well, what can I accomplish today? What requires my attention? Um, and that way, I'd, and not, try, not, try not to make myself wrong. I do do it a lot of the time, but about not, you know, there's, I'm not going to get to everything in a day, but if you're willing to be aware of what requires you, that allowed me, that is such an awesome. Julia's taking photos as we're recording our, our podcast, and it's a good one. <laughs> so those two, I think, what can I add to my life enabled me to expand, you know, when people say, I want to work with access or how do you do, you know, I never planned anything. I never but I kept asking to add things and asked for an energy of being surrounded by people that I was grateful so for. What you're saying is you didn't have an objective. <laughs> I did not have an objective. And many do have an objective. Very much. So. <laughs> Which makes so it a little harder on that. them. But just you saying that I've never actually looked at them. I'm like, yeah, I didn't have an objective at all. I just asked for, this is one of my other, this is my favorite tool and you probably play with this, but 
I just asked for energies to show up in my life. So I just- Frick, I, I do, but I never put it that way. And I love that, the way you just put it. And that's actually functioning from no objective because I didn't have a definition either. I just was like, okay, what energies would I like to add to my life? Well, I want to be surrounded by people who um, are grateful for me and I'm grateful for them. And at the time I had just, I, you know, I had two little girls and I remember I'd, I'd moved back. I used to live in Chicago and I moved back to Indiana to where I was from. I didn't have a lot of like close girlfriends at the time. And I remember someone saying to me, oh, now that you're a mom, like you're only, you don't really meet new friends after this point in your life. And if you do, they're just going to be friends of your kids. And I remember being, having this demand of (laughs) that is not happening for me. And literally after I remember making that demand and then like all these different things started struggling with my life. So I remember asking for, for people, you know, surrounded by the gratitude thing, because that, that's an elemental gratitude is a, one of the elementals that allows you to create just beyond. Um, and then I kept adding, you know, I knew I wanted to travel. Um, cause when I was younger, I used to travel a lot. So I knew I wanted that back in my life. I didn't know how it was going to work out. I was like, I have two little kids. I don't know how that is going to happen, <laughs> but I didn't define it. I was like, I just know I want that in my life. Damn, this is so cool to hear. I didn't know any of this. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So I remember asking for that and you've got to understand where you are now. You don't have to figure it out. I remember asking for that. I remember asking for a nanny to come into my life that would contribute to the joyful, joy awareness, the awareness and the joyful expression of, of living of my kids and of me and that will you contribute to, to them. Um, and now mind you, I had no money to pay for it at that time. I mean, I really like all of this. I just, these were asks. And then I would also add in energies of, um, I remember seeing a video on like Facebook of someone hang gliding. And I was like, not that I have to go hang gliding, but I was like that energy. I like that energy in my life. Um, I remember, wow. yeah. But, and that's like the energy of like quickness and like lightness and like like movement and like quicksand sort of almost yeah. which is totally the way that you live now yeah, yeah. Oh. this is really kind of cool to go back because yeah, this is fun <laughs> <laughs> so if you kind of go around and you like shop for energies like that and don't define it so you know I knew I wanted to travel I knew I wanted to be around people that had this you know energy of creation I knew I wanted I but I didn't define anything I just asked for those energies and then kept adding to it the list and then every morning, and I don't do it every morning, and even then I didn't do it every morning, but when I would think about it, I'd wake up in the morning, and you could do it literally 30 seconds while you're still in bed, and I would just bring those energies in for a second and just like tap in, okay, all those energies that I've asked for, wouldn't you, you don't even have to like go through all of them, and then um, do what we kind of call as the energy ball, but basically pull energy from all over the universe um, into that, into those energies through you, and then trickle it back out. And I look, and if you've never, it's a really easy, easy way to play of creating a future without an objective. And I remember asking if I could create create anything as my future, what would it be? And then I would do that energy exercise. Um, And I still do this. I just don't do it as often as I used to. And um, it's funny because now we're talking like, wow, everything that I actually have asked for then has showed up. And that's why the demand in my world is to, Always, and I would say always check in every six months and say, what is your ask now? Because you're going to change so fast and your life changes. And if you don't up your ask, um, you will get comfortable and you know, yeah, and stay where you're at. It's all about upping the ask yeah. because it's, it's so unfathomable that you could, I mean, let's just think about it from the original place, like where you sort of were 
kind of living a reg- I'm just going to use you as an example, kind of living like kind of a, like a little bit above average cool life. And then you like started using these tools and then you asked for all the energies that you just described and they've all shown up. And like, it's so easy to just go, Oh, cool. Like, you know, and then stop. And then everything crumbles. It really crumbles if you don't ask for more. It really crumbles. And if you've decided that you've arrived. So if you have an objective and then you arrive there, you completely stop the creation of your life. So what if you could never, never arrive anywhere and just keep asking for more and asking for more and asking for more? And you don't have to know what it looks like, but you can ask for different energies and different things to show up. Oh, I love that. I love that tool. Wow. Well, thank you so much. This has been such a joy. <laughs> totally. This is like the best podcast ever. Yeah. This is the, the most advanced podcast ever too. So yeah. if you have some uh, advanced access <laughs> friends, pass it on to them and the newbies too. You might frighten them, but, or we might frighten them, but no, this is great. And I, I think it makes sense. I mean, it's just so relevant for so many people. And uh, just a reminder to up your ask is just, that's so great. I'm going to really look at that for myself too and look at what else I can ask for. And uh, yeah. And you know, what if, what if you guys could really um, choose to live beyond objectives? Like maybe even if you just looked at a couple objectives and what it would take to actually stop them and change them and not really make them the most valuable thing anymore. I mean, what could that change? So there's so much possible. All right. Well, thank you, Emily. And thank you, everyone out there listening. Um, um, I'm just so grateful for everybody who listens in and is willing to choose more, choose consciousness, choose greater, choose possibilities. And uh, as Gary would say, if you didn't get anything out of this, then too bad for you. (laughs) Awesome. And thank you so much, Emily. Thank you so much. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. All right. Until next time, everybody, we'll talk to you soon from Costa Rica. I'm Julia Sotis reporting, <laughs> reporting not live. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.